I'm Roxy. And I'm Nick. And this is the Pub Trotters podcast, a hopefully monthly podcast where we talk about the bizarre and brilliant world of beer and the strange venues that serve it. We are not beer or pub writers or experts. A year ago we put together a group of friends who enjoy hanging out together trying new things in the beer pub world called Pub Trotters. We meet up once a month and we thought it might be fun to talk about it and share our stories and experiences. I'm Nick. And today we're joined by fellow pub trotter Niall. Hello. Hi Niall. Thanks very much for having me. <laughs> and today with the three compasses in Dalston. Yeah, Niall, I haven't seen you for a while. What have you been up to? Avoiding the pub trotters team. <laughs> <laughs> Consciously. Like, yeah, no, no, no. I've, I've been, I've been travelling across the country and abroad, so I wasn't able to make the last two. I'm, I'm keen to get back into it, even though, what was it, last Thursday was one that I yeah, missed? Yeah, just, just gone. Yeah. yeah, how was it? Yeah, it was good actually. It was in a, it was a tap room, which I think was the first tap room we've done. Yeah, it was really, oh, no, really nice. What's the difference between a pub and a tap room? A tap room is just on oh. site of the brewery. All right, fair enough. We keep getting asked questions on this podcast that we don't know the answer to. <laughs> Although I've come with an answer to table beer, which I'll bring up later. Oh, okay. Um, which is on the last podcast. It's underlining the fact that we, we were not like beer aficionados, exactly. just kind of <laughs> like, like the stuff. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, what's been your highlight though in the last month or two? You said you've been travelling. Oh yeah, so my dad turned seventy. Oh, uh, no, right. But we went to um, went to Kinsale in County Cork. Yeah. Um, now, have, have either of you been to a village in Ireland before? I've or been to a town or a village in Ireland before. Yeah. yeah. Sligo. But yeah, something you'll notice about it is that every out of a, of a row of maybe ten shops, seven of them will be pubs. So <laughs> you just go into them all, and, it, and I love the the old man pub scene yeah. that's in, in in small towns in Ireland. So we, we had a, me and my sisters and um, their various love interests had a, <laughs> had, had a nice little pub crawl around <laughs> Kinsale. I even saw my mum drinking a pint of Guinness, which I've seen for the first time in my life. So oh, nice. wow. And also about Cork. I don't know if you know this in England, you've got a really big rivalry in Cork between the three, the three stouts. Okay. So like Guinness is big, big in Ireland, yeah. right? But down in, in Cork, if you order a Guinness, you automatically know you're a foreigner. You oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Do you go for Murphy's or Beamish? Oh, I didn't oh, know right. that. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, it's like fiercely, fiercely. Yeah. I went through. I did go through a phase when I was younger drinking Murphy's. It's kind of like every when I was a kid and just wanted to drink things that uh, no one else drank. So we're like, oh well, I want to start with. I'm going to drink Murphy's because you know it's so commercial to drink Guinness. Um, yeah, I did a lot of that. I, I, I don't. I don't think that. I don't <laughs> think the the Corkonians, or if that's what you call them would uh, like. You'd imagine that they don't taste all that dissimilar from each other. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh. but we'll uh, only ever say that when I'm back in London. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is going to be broadcast, so after this, you're not going to be allowed back in. Cork. Yeah, no. Be a picture <laughs> of your face on the, the county lines. In the People's, <laughs> People's Republic of Cork, yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. And so, Roxy, what have you? What's been your highlight? So this month, I had the joy of going to Amsterdam. Um, and that was just oh, lovely. Yeah. There were some really lovely uh, bars, breweries. Um, yeah, really, really lovely. I cool. guess that's been my highlight. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And um, I also went to um, the Extinction Rebellion protest. Caught like the tail end of it yesterday. That was the environment protest. Yeah, yeah, so to do more to save our planet. They want the legally binding thing. I know we're not turning this into a political podcast, yeah, but, but you know, yeah. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, like, you know, it, it's. It, Stop me in my uh, morning commute, but like, they're right, aren't they? 
Yeah, yes, they're right. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of all for it. <laughs> the newspaper yesterday, the Daily Mail's front page was uh, "Eco Warriors ruining Easter weekend <laughs> for everyone." <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait until you, wait until you've got like three feet of water, like yeah. you know, that, that'll ruin your weekend. I'm like, pretty yeah. sure the whole world is ruining yeah. potentially the whole future for everyone. Yeah. Um, you know, it is for the better good. Yeah. So I mean, all week. Don't get me wrong, it did get in the way of my commute. It did make my work harder. But for the greater good, that's okay. Make my commute harder, that's fine. Um, so yeah, I did that yesterday and that was really fun. Although I think they might have captured the pink boat that was in Oxford circus yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. So um, I must have just got there before the police took it away. What was the pink boat? Um, well, they just a way to kind of block Oxford Circus. They said it was to symbolise that, you know, Oxford Circus might be underwater soon, but, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. And there was a video that emerged of, like, uh, policemen dancing with the protesters. Yeah, so it's been a very good-natured protest, from what I understand. I'll have to pop down and see them, but uh, they were dancing with them, and those policemen have been reprimanded, which I think is kind of bad. I think as long as they're not hurting anybody. as well, isn't it? But I think it's more to show that, like, they're not taking sides. Yeah. And yesterday, it was just very, very, very peaceful. Yeah, nice. it was great. What have you been up to, Nick? Two weeks ago, um, we went to, me and some pub trotters and some other friends went to a pop-up stall at Old Street with a company called Beer Wolf. So you've heard of Beer 52 and Beer Hawk and those sorts of like delivery mm. people. They're going to start running out of names. There's like, <laughs> only so many animals. And yeah, well, this was called Beer Wolf. To beer. Although spelled in a German way. They were do, they're obviously promoting their new thing. They've been quite big across a lot of the rest of Europe. They're trying to break the British uh, home delivery market um, so it's very similar but they were doing a pop-up stall near Old Street and having a different brewery come and host a night each week so we paid five pounds and um, five points brewery were there for the night and basically we did a tasting of all their different sessions you got but it's just so much it was so much good value for money did it come but, on a ladder thing no 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 so they did it each one so you'd have the guy would talk about each beer so like the IPA then he'd serve IPAs around the um, room but like doing, if you finished your one third of a taster, they'd be like, have you, have you not got a drink? Oh, here's a can, have another drink. That's great. So by the it? end of it, we were all pretty merry, should we say. Um, did you get nice merch as well? Yeah, yes, we did. We got a to two tote bags to take away. I love uh, a good tote bag. Yeah. Lovely. Like quite good quality ones as well. Like one isn't going to rip. Um, and bottle openers, more beer. Uh, and um, it's, it's probably no, it's probably worth us mentioning that we were uh, we were set up in a in a in a in, in the lovely uh, three compasses free house, and then uh, there weren't many people on, but so there wasn't many people in the bar, and we thought we'd find a nice quiet spot. And one one <laughs> fellow walks in, just like, do you mind putting on the city match? And like just yeah. like blaring out, so made recording inside a bit. Yeah. It was, it was a lot louder than anything else for one person. And there you go. Yeah. And now we're outside, so I just saw a scooter. I thought that scooter was an engine. I think he's doing laps though, because he came back. <laughs> he came oh, past, really? like, a, like literally before we started recording, he came past, and the same guy just came around again on like one of these like motorized scooters with like a, a lawnmower on it. So it's uh, yeah, yeah. So just uh, no, just to be it. aware, yeah, for people who are listening, that we are outside, and I mean it is a gorgeous day, so it oh, is nice. This to be is outside. the start yeah, of the nice. summer, guys, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean shorts. The painting, the painting season. Yeah. All right, and uh, anything else, Nick? Um, yeah, and actually, so my mum came to visit in the last uh, couple. I think it was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Uh, I took my mum to a place in Crouchen called Small Beer, which is a really cool little craft pub, which I've been trying to get us to do a, 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 a podcast in there, um, but they've not got back to us yet. Um, but uh, Wait, you have to ask permission before you do these things. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, you can't just. I mean, I mean, I know it's good manners, but like, yeah. 
Yeah, my mum was sampling all the different craft beers, <laughs> bringing my mum into the craft beer world. Because I think I talked in the last podcast, she's always enjoyed a cold lager on a hot day, and it was a really warm weekend. So, um, yeah, she was trying lots of different craft beers with me and Helen, so it was quite a fun Oh, that was yeah. lovely. So, uh, next birthday now, I'm going to buy her a beer 52 or beer hawk or beer wolf. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that means it's nice of you to the beer of the month. Niall, what's our, your beer of the month? Our personal beer of the month? Your personal beer of the month. So I was I was talking to Nick a bit before we started recording that like <laughs> I went to this fantastic um, brewery bar in uh, Queens Park um, called the uh, Wolfpack. It was started by two former rugby players or current rugby players or something like that. I think they're associated with Saracens some way. But anyway, oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, the apparently they, they they sell their lager in like off licenses and stuff. But uh, in the brewery they had this. Um, I'm, I, I like my stouts and my quarters, mm. um, mm. and I had this, it, it sounds rank, but it was really nice, it was um, peanut butter stout. Oh wow, okay. Right, yeah, and it sounds like a real, like one of those novelty I've kind had of... Before. I've had right. various versions of peanut butter, yeah. like some kinds of, I mean, sort of a potential, but like, you know, peanut butter flavours in, in mm. stouts yeah. anyway, or yeah. like coffee flavours and chocolate flavours. I had that peanut butter one, and... It, well, it didn't taste like peanut butter, obviously, but it was it was really nice, really nice. It was it was like eight percent, so I was like, Bleh. <laughs> I got off it. but um, and I came in one of those lovely chalices, so it made you feel like a real southern gentleman as you were oh, drinking it. You know? Lovely, yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was really good. I would definitely recommend. And the the bar that they were serving in, uh, really chill out vibe. Um, really, good. I think I think a good bit of money's went into it, so it looks really cool. And it was rammed, which is my number one. Thing about going into any bar. How about you, Nick? What's your beer um, of the month? Beer of the month. I've, I've got one beer of the month, and then a, 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 a slight mention to one I drank on Thursday as well, which needs to mention. Um, so my beer of the month um, was actually a shop-bought beer, and I want. I think it's a lot to do with kind of the occasion at which I drank it. When different beers might have a bigger impact on you, depending on when and why you're drinking it as well. So you know, like a festival. If you're at a festival and it's boiling hot, you don't mind something that's not got a huge flavour necessarily. It's just cold and fizzy. Sometimes I don't know. I, I don't mind yeah, it. Yeah, nice. Bland, flavourless. Yeah. Just washes down easy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's funny you're talking about porters. Um, so I was talking to a friend about uh, how she, she's a friend who always drinks Guinness. Always, always, always. And never like never differentiates to any of a stout or porter. And I was trying to encourage her to try something else. And I remembered how much I enjoyed um, a Guinness drink. But you know the, they do those bottles of West Indies porters uh, yeah, yeah, or Dublin porters Before in the shops. into the craft market. Yeah. Um, and I just love their West Indies Porter. It's just got a really nice bit of tang to it. It's quite crisp and refreshing when cold as well. It's, I guess it doesn't need to be like a room temperature stout or kind of that sort of thing. And it was just really good. It was a nice. really oh, crisp okay. beer. A big yeah. shout out to the Yeah. The, big players. Like, you know, the good thing about that, I guess, is that you can get it in the supermarket as well. Because I'm aware I that we see, often talk about As an Irishman, drinking Guinness out of a bottle is sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> But I also wanted to make a special note to our pub trotters journey on uh, Thursday just gone where another drink that I really loved but everyone else didn't was a <laughs> cream soda IPA. Ooh, I, I didn't try it, it no. so no, I probably would have loved it. That sounds a bit suspect my friends. Oh it was amazing, it had fresh vanilla in it so it came out of a can and yeah. it had like lots of black spots and I was like oh it's a bit dusty and she was like no it's actually vanilla, <laughs> it's vanilla, it's vanilla <laughs> you cretin. There's one more um, like the one associated with any beer I'm drinking, it's dusty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was absolutely delicious and yes just wanted to give a cheeky shout out to mm. that one as well but the, the West Indies Porter from Guinness was really good. Um, yeah. What about you Roxy? What have you had I think. One? So in Amsterdam, there was a lot of good beer 
uh, so much beer. It was yeah, so it's hard to pick really. But but the one I did go for was uh, it was called Tai Tai from the Edivis Brewing uh, place in uh, Amsterdam. And it was a Belgium triple, eight uh, percent. Yeah, I was gonna say a triple. So you couldn't have much of it, but it was just. I think I think to put a bit of context here, Roxy. You're currently drinking a half pint, so I mean, like. Yeah, I always have a half pint. Don't yeah. get me wrong, every time. But like, would I have a half pint of that? It's like rocket fuel. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a slow drink. Yeah. So slow, <laughs> but it was delicious. Um, I don't know why I've got my whale voice on. Yeah, it was a bit Welsh, that was. But oh no, whales! No whales, in, like, like, in, like Finding Dory. Like yeah, finding yeah. Doria. Gotta get in the zeitgeist here, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my beer of the month. Nice. Yeah. It, um, did you have a half pint, or did they do two thirds, or is it kind of? I think I had. A, oh, yeah. it might have been two thirds. To be mm. fair. Oh, you talk about like the glasses. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Cared, domed. Oh. Yeah. Is, I think that's something that the Continentals are better than us at doing, is the, uh, the fancy glasses. Do you think so? I think so. I think we'll catch up, it'll be alright. I mean, we're getting there. The, the glasses we're currently drinking our beer of, which we mentioned in a minute, look like children's glasses with the amount of colour that are on them. Yeah. Okay, so we've mentioned that today we're in the Three Compasses in the lovely Dalston, East London. We've not been here for that long. I've never been here. Have any, has anyone ever been here before? No. Never been here before. No, so it's all of our first times. What's everyone's vibe feeling about it? It's a great little boozer. I quite like it. I, I, I think I think it's it's the perfect marriage between kind of like the old man bar vibe, but it's obviously got quite a young clientele. Yeah. And um, I mean, just looking looking through the window now at the people who are watching the football, and you've got that you've got that kind of like lovely mix between what's obviously kind of like almost a community kind of pub. It's got obviously got some locals. People are walking in, talking to the staff. Yeah, um, yeah, looks, yeah I'm looking yeah. at the at the schedule behind you there, Nick, on the chalkboard. Looks like they've got a lot on, um, and it also looks really pleasant in like a really not a posh way. Yeah, yeah. I always feel uncomfortable when I go into a posh bar. <laughs> I, feel, I feel really comfortable here. Yeah, it's it's yeah, absolutely. I think given as well, it's kind of it's it's near a reasonably busy roads, but not too busy. It's off the beaten track though of Dalston and that kind of. I think. Well, yeah, we're not beside a tube yeah. station or anything. Yeah. And the the beer garden as well, um, it's pretty pleasant. I mean, you're you're not going to have everything on a on a beer garden that's like facing onto a road. Yeah. But they've done what they could with like ivy climbing up the walls and everything. Perfectly pleasant. Yeah. And they even put out the shade for us because, you know, I'm, I'm know. a very pale person. <laughs> you are. Couldn't see you when you walked in. You were see through. We. Also, um. I was. I, I saw. I saw they did like a chalkboard drawing of a pint of Guinness and a burger. And that thing made me hungry. So, <laughs> pint or wine, uh, pint and a pint burger. of wine. No, no, a pint. Yeah, a pint of wine. No, a pint <laughs> or a glass of wine and a burger for a tenner is their Monday night do. That's nice. fantastic. Bargain. Um, yeah, I agree with you. It's like the idea that it is quite a nice vibe, comfortable vibe pub, and yet, but they are showing the football and obviously have that. So it brings a mix of clients. Um, you know, and we do. I'm not a big fan of football. But you wouldn't be arguing if it was rugby match. No, I wouldn't at all. Exactly. No, and that's the snobbery that is me sometimes. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Hypocrite. <laughs> so we've been sipping away at the Crate Brewery Session IPA. We have. This what? has been our beer at the start of the day. Mm. E easy in. It's like, a, like boiling a frog. It's fantastic. Oh my god, do you know what that means? Like what? Boiling a, boiling frog? a frog? Yeah. How often do you boil a frog? As no, a it's, a, it's a matter. So if you, put a, if you put a frog in a, in a thing of water, right? Yeah. Um, uh, cool water, and then heat it up, the frog won't realise. I actually learned the word, it's a really scientific word that explains this, but I can't remember it now! But the frog will, won't realise, it won't jump out, and it'll boil itself alive. And then if uh, if you put it into 
uh, boiling hot water, it'll jump straight out. Oh, that's horrible. Sorry for that sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the phrase got to do with drinking the night? As in, I, I, if, if you had me drinking straight vodka now, I'd yeah. be like, oh, I can't do that, I'm hungover. You have like a nice ah, gentle okay. beer to like load so, in. So like gently heating up the, I'll the be, fog in. I'll be working before I realise it. <laughs> Um, nice. Yeah, it is. It is really good. It's really refreshing. Um, I think it's, it's something that's very palatable, very yeah, easy like to drink. It. Yeah. Very drinkable. Um, I know Crate Brewery, obviously being a local brewery as well, which is nice to see because this is really close to this area as well. Do you have any idea where they're based? Hackney. Hackney as well. Yeah. Right. So moving on, we've got beer news or facts. Do they have like a all facts? No all news. Facts, all yeah. facts. Yeah. All facts. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I, I noticed the story. Um, Today it was actually in the Independent, so yeah. actual fear news. Yeah. Um, so what, if you you're saying what we're saying, what we've said in the past is fake news, now. No, I'm just saying <laughs> that like it may not be reputable. Um, <laughs> but no, I, if you were if you were at a house party, Nick or Roxy, and you went to the fridge and you opened the fridge mm -hmm. and you saw a beer in there, uh -huh. and you were like, oh god, what was the beer that would make you go, ah, oh, no, not that. That's all you have. Carlsberg. Yeah, like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm glad you said that because that is a. That is exactly what Carlsberg have kind of cottoned on to, is that they've realised that their beer is probably considered to be the worst in the world. <laughs> so they've undertaken this rebranding exercise. I've seen this. You've seen it, yeah. I haven't read it fully, but I clocked this. Well, earlier, this, yeah. this it's, it's really amazing. funny, because remember in the early in the early noughties, their, their, their slogan was probably the best beer in the world. They've changed it now to probably not the best beer in the world. Oh, okay. And so they're kind of embracing it in a kind of a tongue-in-cheek, self-deprecating kind of way. It's kind of good to see, kind of refreshing. Not like their beer, but I think <laughs> that it was, it's an awful joke. That was great. But, it. Yeah, good, good beer puns. There's few and far between. They're changing their branding. They're yeah. changing their recipe. And along with inside this, this beer campaign of like, you know, hard work crap at brewing and all that kind of stuff, they started doing that like mean tweet thing where they read out tweets that people have said about, oh. about Carlsberg. <laughs> just, like, just got a couple of them here. One's like, or like drinking fetid camel camel's piss, which, which I think, I think, and they, and and then so so people if if you go on Twitter and you type in Carlsberg, these ads will pop up. Uh, these tweets that have oh. been retweeted by by people. And it'll say sponsored by Carlberg at the moment. They're actively promoting these tweets. I think. Strong move. I think it's. I think it's bold. Um, but hopefully, hopefully the changes they make are a bit more long term than than just changing the package. Yeah. And, so and you, doing so a few you said they're changing tweets. the recipe then. They, apparently they're changing the recipe and yeah. they're looking down the more kind of craft beer kind of thing. I yeah. wonder. I wonder if they're just trying to like get a piece of the of the action of people are shifting towards drinking more yeah. kind of like beer. But there'll always be a student market for yeah, for absolutely. Carlsberg, you know. Yeah. yeah. Always. There definitely will be. I think it's one of the, again going back to that idea of sometimes you just want something that's fizzy and flavourless on a cold day. Oh, but that's the thing. It has to be ice cold to drink Carlsberg. Otherwise yeah, it does. It, it does. I agree. Rancid. Like straight out of the freezer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I.e., I, you don't want to have to taste it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's so cold. It's killed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just the only way you can water, drink it. A bit of booze in it. Well, Roxy, do you have any beer news? So. I don't, is it beer news? More like a beer yeah, fact. Beer facts. Yeah. So carrying on my little story about saving the planet, I did a bit of research to see if we could drink craft beer and do good for the planet. Okay. And uh, I came across uh, Brugada, and what they do is they donate 100% of their profits um, to clean water charities. Oh, that's I thought nice. that was incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I'm just having a look here. So they're, they're um, brewing in Scotland. Yeah. Um, and they've got an aim to provide one million people with clean drinking water by 2025. Nice. 
So I thought that was just really lovely. And That's I really thought, exciting, yeah. That, you know, I think there probably will be more of a movement for what um, breweries, bars, pubs can do to help save the planet. Yeah. Um, and I just thought that was kind of a good example of something good for people as well as drinking beer. Yeah, absolutely. What was the name of the Scottish brewery again? I say it's Brewgooder. Brewgooder. Ah, that's a good pun. Do gooder, yeah. Did you just get that? Yeah, yeah, I really did. <laughs> the last horse crossed the finish line. Um, and so far, they've funded 132 product projects. Yeah, yeah. Or like funded or co- and co-funded. So yeah. I think that's quite quite a good mission. Yeah, that's awesome. What about you, Nick? Any beer news? Um, yeah, I've got a beer. Did you know? And a beer news. Um, so um, the last two podcasts we've talked about table beer, and both times we've been stumped by someone going, "What's the difference between a table beer and a session beer?" And we've mm. gone, oh, "I don't know." Um, but like the rest of us, we didn't know on the spot, so we've had to use a internet search engine. Um, to find, we all know probably which one it is, um, to uh, find out. So I've done a bit of research and now found out why a table beer is called a table beer. It's something from kind of like 17th century drinking when alcohol was being introduced. And the idea of a table beer was that it was a beer on the table that everyone can drink. Mm. So you might have a lot, like you might have a bottle of wine on the table that is for everyone. So yeah. same sort of thing. Um, it's for everyone. By everyone, that also that means your auntie, your cousin, everyone. So it'd have to be a bit weaker then? Yes. So these beers tended to be around like below 1% oh, okay. in general. Um, and it was just something fizzy, palatable that you could just sip away at not and not worry about it at all. So you know like if you're out with friends, you might occasionally be like, oh shit, I've had like 5-6% beers, mm. I should probably think about easing off a bit. Whereas obviously if you've had 5-1% beers, you you can probably still take your horse and cart home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your horse and cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's why they're called table beers. But obviously, through like over time, as we've all seen, so we've been drinking some really good table beers. Recently. Yeah, really lovely. Um, and they, their percentages has, has crept up to, which is why it's now getting mixed with the idea of a session beer, yeah, which is meant it. to be like one you can drink all day. But they're now 4%. Some people think session beers should be 5%. I mean, it's all much of muchness, really, yeah. just having a label and a, a thing. Just look at the percentage. And I can't remember. Call it, call it two, you want. two tribes. Their table beer was quite, yeah, quite strong, but I can't remember how strong. No, but I remember. So on, on last pub trotters, we were at Two Tribes Brewery uh, near King's Cross in central London, um, and they had a table beer, but it was like three point eight percent or something. But this is yeah. the thing. So I was saying, we're currently drinking the Crate Session IPA, right? It's yeah. Three point two. Yeah. Is that a table beer? <laughs> exactly. So because I remember me and Roxy having a discussion, we were like, "That's not a table beer." Open to interpretation, I yeah. think, is the, is the key. exactly. I mean, to me, a table beer you want it to be under three percent because the one we drank in the first podcast yeah. was like two point seven percent or something. And yeah, it was delicious as well. It was really good. Um, yeah. So that's why a table beer is called a table beer. Now you know. Thanks, Nick. Anyway, and then, but in a bit of news, I don't know. You might have read this recently. Now, um, have you heard of Sam Smith's pubs? Oh Sam yeah. Smith. Samuel Smith's even. I see. I'm 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 a foreigner, so you're gonna have to fill me in. Sam Smith's pubs. They're just an old chain of pubs um, that have been, and they have very specific beers. What a lot of you're using like Austrian water. So not like a Fuller's or a Spoons. Kind of, but more based on the brewery. So the beer you can only buy beers from their brewery in their pubs. I think I've been to one of these. Probably. There's about fifteen of them, like in Soho and around. We Um, did go to one, didn't we, for pub choices? Yes, Cheshire Cheese. Yeah. Uh, last year, in this mm. month last year, in mm. fact, because it was the Easter bank holiday we did it. Oh. Cheshire Cheese? Yeah. It's, a lovely name yeah it's, it's the also the oldest pub in London as well. Really? Yeah. 
There you go, some more facts. Um, so anyway, um, they're not just in London though, they are across the UK. There's one, in, I know there's one in Cardiff I used to go to and they are in other places in the UK. Anyway. They, other places in the UK are available. <laughs> yeah, yeah, other places in the UK do exist. Um, so, sorry everyone, that was very pretentious. I, I love going back to Cardiff and Swansea just to add that in. Um, but they've now banned all customers from using any kind of technology in their pubs. Oh, hallelujah. So you can't really? go into this pub, you can't be on your phone, you can't take your laptop and do work, you can't take, uh, 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 you can't be holding your iPad or uh, so, tablet and reading on it. You, oh you don't want anyone with Well, part of me thinks that sounds really impractical. I mean, what if I want to check my phone or like, you know, Google something, but I kind of I, I get I get what they're trying to get out here because do you ever have like a pub debate? I'm a big fan of the pub debate chat, yeah, whatever. What and then somebody whips out their phone. It's like, well, actually, I can figure out though by googling yeah. it. And it's like that's not the point. You've no. ruined you've ruined this discussion now. I've ruined an hour of possible conversation. Yeah, by, by googling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the internet has ruined everything except podcasts. And, but I, yeah, so I, part of me is like really supportive, but another part of me is like that's so impractical. It's, it's it proper old school, isn't it? Because you've got to meet up with your mate. You're like, I'll see you at the pub at seven o'clock. Maybe you can use your phone like right up to the point where you get to the door. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Like, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, think it's probably it's a good thing in terms of chatting to people, not always having your phones out. I, I'm not a fan when everyone's on their phones. Yeah. When I go out, I hate it. So I guess it does kind of support my ethos of when I'm out with mates. Also means that we can never do a podcast from a Sam Smith board. Oh yeah. Oh, I think it's kind yeah, of they allow us in just to do a one-off special about this exact thing. Hint, hint. No, because I did think it'd be nice to do one in there because they're a really old brewery as well. Um, but yeah, it is fascinating because, like you say, I agree with you. I love the pub debate where no one actually knows the answer, so you just end up talking about it and arguing, hopefully, helpfully debating about it yeah. um, for a good, a good while before and never come to a conclusion. I'm yeah. not saying okay. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um, yeah, so that was my bit of pub, uh, what, pub and beer news. Lovely. So that's the beer and pub news we've had for the last month. Coming up in a bit, uh, we're going to invite someone from this pub, Sarah, to come and join us in Beer Lovers Corner. Um, but as you may or may not know, Pub Trotters was set up as a social group to explore pubs and beers in London and beyond. And last month, uh, Dan, our former pub trotter, you'll hate me for saying that, but he does live in Germany and didn't helicopter in for the last one like he said he would, uh, chose the pub in honour of his departure from the UK to go and live in Germany. Um, and he chose a place called the Faulty Towers near Waterloo. And we interviewed him about it halfway through the evening. Um, so this is what he had to say. Welcome to Pub Trotters On Site. We are currently at the Vaulty Towers, which is uh, Pat Danians, or Dan, from the last pub trotters pubcast choice of pub for his leaving do and his leaving pub trotters event um dan how how are you feeling about leaving pub trotters uh quite sad really it's uh it's, it's gonna be a uh, emotional goodbye <laughs> already is i'm not gonna lie definitely gonna cry at some point tonight um so let's talk about the pub though um so you picked this place vaulty towers so yeah, let's talk through the beer selection here. I mean, it's the beer selection is the beer selection is poor. Yeah, um, but uh, they, they a couple of bottles, not so bad. But uh, I mean, I'm drinking meantime anytime IPA, which I really like. I think it's quite a good beer. So it's like, ah, oh, it's okay. It's something to drink here. Yeah. Inbev, 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you and fucking yeah, MBAP. Fucking yeah. listening to editing the last podcast. That's all he bloody told about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, not, you know, it's not like when he said, because Dan texted us earlier saying, oh, the beer's khaki. I thought it was going to be a case of like Moretti's <laughs> the premium, which I, I, I don't mind a Moretti in the hot weather. But um, I was worried it was going to be like, oh, there's nothing else here to drink. But no, there, no. Are, there is some tidy beers here to drink. There are alternatives, yeah. But you know, if you're if you if you're a craft beer nose, you yeah. are not going to have much no, fun no, here. No. Okay. But it's all good though because the uh, the atmosphere is amazing. Yeah, the, uh, it's uh, yeah. If you're here for an event, grinding, all yeah. good. So out of out of five uh, for the Vaulty Towers. Ooh, difficult, difficult. It's a um, difficult question, I know. And you can do point five. Well, well we, we, I just had my leaving do here, and yeah. it's been fucking great. And, Brilliant. Uh, so, with that in mind, and also that the expectation for people coming here is has been like you know, I, I I told them in advance that the beer selection was cag, so <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm going to say seven, but um, seven yeah. out of five. But yeah. No, <laughs> out of five. Out of five. What do you mean out of five? Nobody says out of five. Yeah, they do. Is it really? uh, okay, yeah. okay. Three point, yeah. three point five out of five. Okay, or seven out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Average. Okay. Brilliant. So that was Dan talking about faulty towers from our last pub trials meeting. Um, yeah, which was a lot of fun. And Dan and his beautiful girlfriend Wendy will be sadly missed. Although I'm sure we'll see him again soon. Um, so moving on, we've now got Sarah joining us in Beer Lovers Corner. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Um, and so Sarah works at uh, the Three Campuses. Um, so Sarah, do you mind telling us a bit about yourself? Maybe how long you've worked here and how you got into working in the pubs and beer industry? I've been in this place for like years and years. So I used to live in Dorsten and um, I've worked in pubs now for like 16 years. Wow. So a fair old stretch. Yeah, what was the first pub you worked in? The first pub was a Mitchell and Butler in oh, South East yeah. London, yeah. in the middle of a park. Nice. It was lovely. Good. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, very uh, cautiously. Cautious, <laughs> cautious. <laughs> There's a really cool thing to chat about, is talking about our first experiences of beer, alcohol, pubs, whatever. So, do you remember what your first beer or other drink was as a, when you were younger? I think I do. Um, when, when I was young, like... My family, we have like a bit of a pub culture. I think it's maybe like a South East London thing. Uh-huh. Um, but going to the pub on a Sunday while your mum's cooking, like roast dinner. Um, yeah. But we'd often on like maybe a Saturday go out into like the countryside. Mm. By countryside, it was Shoreham. Um, <laughs> we'd go to like, a little pub out in the oh. apparent sticks and uh, I'd have a bitter shandy and I think I was probably about seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. My dad drinks bitter. He's never drunk kind of lager sorts of things. I remember having, like, he, was, when he started giving me bitter shandies. Or a shandy bass. That was yeah, yeah. Oh, classic. Classic bass. Yeah. Yeah, could be it. Don't see that often anymore, though, do you? No. No. What happened there? Bring it back. <laughs> um, new campaign. Um, <laughs> brilliant, thank you, uh, Niall. Now we want to ask you as well. My first, as, as a co-host, yes. I have struggled with this because my childhood was a lot of being in pubs and being given bottles of Lucas Aid and Coke and packets of crisps. Yeah, and like the smell of like silk of purple still kind of just like took me right back. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I had a sip of a Guinness whenever I was a kid, being like, ah, old socks tastes awful. But <laughs> then you know, getting to that age, really like. I'm not going to say my age because in my, my case my mom never listens but get to that age where <laughs> you go so 10 
Um, <laughs> you're not far off. Um, but where you go to the, you know, like Planet Fun or Fun or those traveling like carnival kind of things, and you got a big bottle of Frosty Jacks with you, and you know. Yeah. Kinda, uh, oh, and I, yeah, yeah no, I came to I came to beer really late because I just hated the taste. But then yeah. when you go to a student union where you can get three pints of tenants for a fiver, <laughs> it's job. like it's gravity, mate. It's, it's gonna it's gonna happen. You're gonna, Bronx, yeah. Absolutely. Sarah, earlier on we discussed um, about what your thoughts were on how pubs and the beer world can think ethically about the environment maybe or about uh, social situations and how they can support local communities because I think one of the things we've talked about in the previous podcasts is about the importance of pubs and communities and what that brings to it. Is there anything that the Free Compasses does that you think kind of helps in any way, shape or form in that? For sure, like I think as pubs in, in terms of like community and um, Hosting for a pub is a public house, it's like a living room. Mm. So it, it should always be like open doors to everyone, come in, put your feet up, treat it like your lounge, mm-hmm. be friendly to each other. You're, you're a real like crux of the community. Mm. You, can, you can be a, a support to people who maybe have moved to London on their own and you're the only person they know, they come and feel familiar with you. Mm. Um, on the other, um, talking about like uh, ethically like sustainability and environment and stuff. Pubs are really on the forefront of this. There's like a campaign at the moment called The Last Straw. Mm. And it's trying to get every pub to not have plastic mm. straws. Yeah. So we've not had plastic straws here for like maybe a year, I think. Awesome. Um, yeah, recyclable paper straws. We don't automatically put them in the glass. Um, we try to prevent people from having straws. Yeah. Um, we also... That's great. It's like we get... Um, so Beaver Town, for example, they have key kegs for one of their beers, and it's, mm. a, it's plastic, it's recyclable plastic, mm. but it's still not like the best. So they, they're now changing them to steel kegs, so mm. off the back of that, we're now requesting that all of our suppliers just um, supply all of our beer in steel containers that can be reused, and we have no plastic. Amazing. Um, we recycle nice. everything. Um, it's, like awesome. a, it's like a background thing that you never really consider, it's like, you know, how the beer actually reaches the thing because I've seen yeah. the steel case before but I had no idea they came in plastic. They 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 did them in plastic because it was easier for like storage. If you're a high turnover pub like this pub is, mm. the amount of beer that we get through for the size we don't have the room to store the empties. Yeah. Wow. So the plastic ones you can decompress them and flatten them down. Mm. Nice. But then there's it's waste. Yeah. So yeah. you're better just having something that'll be reused, reused, reused. Like these steel cakes can be used for years. Mm. Um, but yeah like pubs produce so much waste with um, I'm looking into we're getting a new kitchen is starting next week mm-hmm. looking into all our food waste we're going to composting oh brilliant there are like local farms and stuff around here that would really like appreciate that um, trying to have like trying to have as, as much as possible like zero waste changing all our light bulbs to energy efficient LED bulbs mm. and things yeah. like that. there's a lot you can do it's and just about thinking about it isn't it and like pubs are, mm. we do produce so much waste and we mm. do use mm. so much energy constantly so if we're there making a conscious effort to try and you know recycle as much as possible and reuse and then the people that come in your customers and you're speaking to so many different people from a million different walks of life and then you're influencing what they do at home then you know it's one tiny little step in saving yeah. the world and like, yeah saving the world <laughs> bit by bit we all will really really I mean obviously it's been a massive issue for the past like three decades but particularly because the extinction rebellion stuff's going on now like it's kind of focused minds at least in london or anywhere else our customers one of our customers who shall remain unnamed um was responsible for putting the pink boat in the middle of the oh really <laughs> and another one of our um 
customers is responsible for the rig that Emma Thompson was speaking on the golf move from over the weekend. So our customers are at the forefront of what's going on. Yeah, we're all we're, we're, we're trendy hippies right now. <laughs> That's amazing. We're all like we're all very aware of like how important it is to just like make them tiny little steps, even if it is just making sure that a paper straw goes into a paper recycling bin. Like, yeah. It's well, a you, tiny step. You've done your part over to big business now. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're going to talk about the three campuses a bit. Like you said, you started here in December, but you said you've known this pub for longer than that. And, and do you know uh, how old this pub is and kind of any of the history? So the current owners have been here for, I believe, eight years. Yeah, yeah. That's all the trophies behind the bar is all like. So we've still got the dartboards. We keep the trophies, but they used to like travel around the country, going to other pubs doing darts legs and stuff. But I'm actually uh, the history of this pub. I'm not sure. I think it's older than it looks. Yeah. Mm. Like it looks like it's probably like a nineties like community yeah. bar, but yeah. it's definitely a lot older than that. I think it's like nineteen hundreds. Yeah, mm. amazing. Wow. We can check this before we uh, mm. go on. And, uh, put it, we do a little blog afterwards as well to talk about all the beer and the pubs that we've mentioned today as well. Mm. So if anyone's curious, uh, go to our website to see the blog that comes along with this podcast. But it has got the a living room theme, has it? Like it feel not theme, but it does feel like you're walking into a living room. Yeah. I really like, like that. Exactly, like we've been um, thinking about like should we change the decor a bit, like it's been painted this colour forever. Mm. Um, <laughs> that kind of like, a, well, how would you describe that red, a kind of a, a wine red or? Some, someone the other day, <laughs> probably shouldn't say this, but someone the other day said, oh, it's like being in Satan's bonhole. Satan's But it's not, on the, on the flip side, that is very cosy and very comfy. I like yeah, it. Like, I like there's it. not many pubs like this, I think. It's got like, that modern feel, we do loads of craft beers. We've just started doing cocktails. Mm. Um, you know, the, the food on offer, we, we are forerunners in the whole pop-up thing. A lot of our previous kitchens, we have people here for six months. Oh, right. We're in the street food scene and the pop-up scene, and we're quite proud of that. We've mm. you know, done that for a few years, so it's quite a modern pub, but on the aesthetics, it's very dated. It's very old-fashioned. There's not many pubs like this. They can walk in. The bartender, when the bartender sees you walk in uh, into the pub, they're already pouring a pint and they know your name. There's, uh, like, that's the charm of this place. Yeah, and you can really feel that as soon as you walk in. Is that welcoming straight away? Yeah, yeah it's lovely. We talked to when we when we were describing the pub earlier. We talked about how we were all on board with the idea that it does have. It feels like an old pub, but it's just tiny little modern twist to it. Like the uh, variety of beer, then for instance, beer yeah. one. I know it's finding a kind of an old pub. You'd normally find like a, a, a boozer, yeah, which this is. Yeah, you'd be getting Stella on yeah. draft. Yeah. Nothing Stella, but. It's you can come in you can get like the majority of our beers on draft are local breweries like Hackney Brewery Five Points Beaver Town mm. and they're all started off by lads that like a lot of them I've met them in pubs I've worked in in the past mm. before they even started their breweries and you're all like mates and friends and it's just this little growing sort of little family of people so we have like yeah these lovely little local craft beers mm. We're on trend with that. You know, it's young people live right there. It's in the heart of Dalston. But also, we get like eight-year-old men who've been drinking here for four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love places that can try and manage. That can mix up. Yeah, Yeah. it's hard to do. Don't want to exclude anyone ever. We don't want anyone to ever feel uncomfortable. But it's going back to that whole. It's like an extension Mm -hmm. of your living room. Come here, feel comfortable. 
come in, have a cup of tea, and sit in the corner for a couple of hours. You, know? you have your cousins, Lovely. you have your uncle, you have everybody. Yeah. Because the family is basically. <laughs> yeah. We try. Absolutely. So, um, as we were talking about the pub anyway, and I guess, um, I guess what we want to ask you is, uh, tell us a bit about, I guess, what goes on here at the pub and why people should come to the free campuses. It's quite diverse in what we do, I think. Mm. So we have like Friday and Saturday nights, we have DJs, we have different DJs every Friday and Saturday mm. all through the month. Some of them are sort of themed events, mm. like we have um, the first Friday of the month is called From the Floorboards Up. Yeah. It's a scar mod night, it's all vinyl. You get your lads in their um, flat front fabric trousers and braces. <laughs> right. yeah. They put talcum powder on the floor, oh shuffling some moves. And then you have like the, the last weekend of the month, a chap called Billy Skinner. He does like one hit wonders and stuff from the 80s. Oh, it's great. cheesy. Um, we have loads of different DJs in that Fridays and Saturdays. Mm. It can be like a big party pub. Mm. Um, but then we have um, lots of football, lots of rugby. Yeah. Uh, we do good food, we do Sunday roasts, we yeah. started a quiz, nice. so we have a quiz on it every, of the quiz. every <laughs> Tuesday. Someone walked away with £248 this nice. week, Ooh, nice. yeah. happy hours for like, primarily for the locals, mm. yeah. but like you get um, two pints for the price of one, so like if you get a right. bar vote, it's £4, you get two pints for four quid. Great. So nice. we, we yeah. do all these offers during the week. Um, also, I guess, because I, I saw a poster, I don't know if you still do this, I saw something about an industry night that you do. We do, um, yeah. yeah. We like to, um, the hospitality industry, everyone works really, really hard in this industry. And we all feel that sometimes you don't quite get the appreciation. People are like, oh, well, you just work in a bar. Mm. And you don't, yeah. you're there, you're there late nights, early mornings, all day, you're putting up with, like, a lot. You're on your feet all the time. It's quite, you know, all-consuming. And we feel that people who work in the industry sometimes get neglected, you know, people have their nine to five job, they finish their afford to go to the pub, but they don't realise that person's probably been there from the time they started work. Yeah. Sorry everyone. Animals. So they've probably been there from the time that person started work and then they're there in the evening and they're giving you your drinks and giving you your downtime. Yeah. So we like to reward those people who work in the hospitality industry mm. by allowing them to have so all the offers that we do during the week, which is Mondays you get um, a burger and a pint for a ten up. Yes, I spotted that deal. You get <laughs> two for one on appeals now. You get any double spirit for the price of a single. You get two for ten pound alcohol spirits and you get two for ten pound cocktails. And that applies all night on a Monday for anyone who works in hospitality, even if they're not from this local area. Just And hospitality being quite a broad... Mm. Yeah, it's very broad. Thing. I think it's yeah, a lovely thing to do. Work in yeah. pub. Like, mm. Anyone who basically works on social hours come in go... Yeah. That's a great idea, isn't it? Yeah. Remember when it's the clock down as well. Mondays is like our weekend. Mm. Yeah. We all work Friday, Saturday night for the party. We all work Sunday day for the roast dinner. Yeah. Monday, you're even like most of us are just laying in bed. But if you manage to drag yourself out, then come here and you'll get rewarded. <laughs> That's great. What we've been doing now is the same as every other podcast that we've done is we've you've brought us a beer that you think is one of your favourites and yeah. we've been drinking it, we're all about halfway through. Um, so seems to be going down the Yeah, right. it seems to be going down all right. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice treat. It's very nice. Um, any thoughts across the table? Well, what is it first? Well, no, 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 let's talk about it first. And then we get oh, to it. so it's like a reveal. It's a reveal. Yeah. Yeah. It's Carlsberg. So we keep bringing up Carlsberg because I don't know if you saw on the news this week that they've admitted that their beer probably isn't the best beer in the world. 
Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that from about 91. Yeah. Um, so it's quite a funny story. But um, yeah, this is really refreshing. Really refreshing. Um, again, a good because I think we always, whenever we do these podcasts, mm. we're aware of the time of day and we're not necessarily out on an old day. We're all possibly going off to do other things. <laughs> yeah, so it is, but it again is a really refreshing beer. It's don't a good me, Saturday beer. Don't ask me to dissect it, but it's really flavorful. Don't ask me what those flavors are. Hang on. Have a go. Mm. <laughs> Citra E? Yes. Yeah? Okay, I'm getting grapefruit. None of us have done a master's no, in beer no. drinking, so. And I've also never eaten grapefruit. We're, we're not experts. <laughs> I, I think the grapefruit comes from the bitterness. All right, there you go. I'd argue Roxy's the best person to describe your beer. Yes, yeah. Roxy. Well, I'm, right, I'm okay at beer tasting usually, that's, yeah. but I'm not an expert. So. No, do you think you've had this before? I've never had this Possibly, or something it's similar. It's hard, isn't it, because there's yeah. so many beers out there. Yes, yeah. Well, that's the thing <laughs> that's as well. They all use the same hops. Yeah. Like a lot of the pale ales and stuff that are out there at the moment all use the same hops, really? just in different ratios. Yeah. Why would they come from a certain country, or do we like, get it's easy to grow in the UK thing, or something? Or? No, I don't know. I think everyone went really mad on the whole American power thing. Yeah. So you get like a lot of like Chinook, Chinook, however you say it. Chinook, is it or something? Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, I know the hop they're talking about. I've started look, learning a bit. The majority of the power has got that in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so obvious because I just didn't think that there were different kinds of hops, but of course there are. So it's like, I mean, yeah, there's loads. And that's seven different right. varieties of carrots, so I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> what, you mean wobbly and straight? <laughs> <laughs> It's, the best, it's, not, it's, it's not as good as well, a frog I, 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 I didn't want to go for 20 different types of potato because, you know, that would kind of... <laughs> Stereotype in Exactly, up. right. <laughs> okay, so put us out of our misery. What, is, what are we drinking, um, Sarah? So it's from a local brewery, Hackney Brewery. Yeah. Uh, and it's a Kapow. Kapow! Oh, wow. I saw the top of this, I don't actually. think I've had this. Have I had this before? I it think has I have. a smiley face on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've got a bad fit at the moment, so I had to make one myself. We have Hackney Brewery is sort of new on the bar here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and convince them to put in a permanent tap. Yeah, but uh, nice. this went on yesterday, so four and a half percent American Pale. And the uh, citrus thing you're getting is it's got a um, taste of pineapple yeah. in it. Ah, the hops oh, pineapple! It's a proper, proper good, nice summer beer. Yeah, I'm a big it's fan of American one. Pale Ales. It's like, like very I, refreshing. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's dry hops, which is what gives it the bitterness. Yeah. That really, really hoppy flavour, but without the huge amount of alcohol. Yeah. It, it tastes stronger than it what, is. What, what, what percentage is this? Four and a half. Okay, four and a half, yeah. So it's a nice it's delicious. Delicious. It's a daytime drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, we were like like halfway through that. I'm already almost finished this already. I mean, that's a pint about 15 minutes there. No, no, <laughs> we, we put a keg of this on two weeks ago and we sold it in two hours. Wow. wow. It just shows you how good it is, sir. Yeah. People are buying it. Hackney Brewery are like a real favourite around here. Mm. They're really local. The, the guys around the brewery are really nice, and the beer they do is great. Um, they've got they've just brewed. I think it was last week. They've got one in the cellar. They've got one called Millions of Peaches. It's like a sour beer. Oh, it lovely. Peaches. Um, they seem to like real peaches. Is that a President of the USA reference? I believe it is. Amazing. Heading <laughs> to the country, gonna need a lot of peaches. Millions of peaches. Oh, peaches for me. That's the one, yeah. yeah and so on. Yeah. Uh, but at the moment, you. we're going with Kapow, and then that one's on next. But yeah, Curious. Hackney Brewery. Well, I'll have to come back with peaches. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Amazing. Be on by next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be on later today because people just plough through the Kapow. Oh, yeah, so is that like you're on your last there. one of that, and then once that's well, finished. Well, I put it on last night, and yeah. the half a keg's already gone. Yeah. Wow. So big shout out to Kapai by Hackney Brewery. 
Yes. Hackney Brewery, new brewery? No, I think they've been around for a few years now. Happy days. Brilliant. Thank you for that. And this, yeah, this beer is delicious. And so that brings us to the end of Beer Lovers Corner, sadly. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us. <laughs> thank and you, Sarah. You're very gracious to us. Thank Cheers, you very much. Cheers. So that's it for this month. Uh, thanks so much, Sarah and Three Compasses and our guest host, Niall. Thank you very much for having me, guys. <laughs> uh, and we'll see you next time. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Facebook. Yeah, all of the things. Yeah, all uh, of the things. Search for Pub Trotters. Thanks for listening. Bye.